Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mm. welcome to another edition of Two Broke Twimbo's Mental Wellness Mondays, a podcast mm. that focuses on mental health and mental wellness. I love how we've started 2022 with uh, a real, real direction towards positivity and making sure that we're, we're doing the right things to set ourselves up for the best possible mental wellness in 2022. But uh, I think many of us would agree that uh, a key source of problems when it comes to mental wellness is... Um, you know, interactions romantically. Mm. So I look forward to us delving into that. Mm. But I look forward to us delving into that a little bit more on the podcast. As usual, Dan and Phil are here, and we have um, our favorite and your favorite, Dr. Nyarai Paweni, representing Wyatt Love and Thrive. Thank you very much, as usual, Dr. Nyarai, for being here and arranging our, our guest today. Great. How are you guys? Ah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Mm. I'm, I'm ready to school all of you on how to do love properly. Don't worry. I'm here. <laughs> But the real man behind schooling all of us here is uh, a man by the name of Roland Kochi. He's a a social worker, a relationship coach, and an author. He also wanted us to mention that he's a proud father to a handsome boy. And he is is passionate about helping young people create healthy and fulfilling relationships. So we look forward to have a conversation about how we can do that and how we can avoid the pitfalls that lead to, you know, struggles mentally in uh, romantic relationships. Thank you very much for joining us, Roland. Thank you so very much for inviting me, guys. I'm so very much honored to be in your presence. Great. So it is a serious podcast, but Phil and myself, we are very jokey-jokey. So uh, you don't have to worry too much about being super formal. We're just going to have a conversation. We'll Mm -hmm. laugh, we'll cry, we'll talk, we'll argue, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Let's see what happens. But at the, at the end of it, what we're hoping is that our listeners can find some practical um, suggestions, some things that they can take away and actually put in place in their own lives and hopefully improve their own mental wellness. So I think a great place to start, Roland, is how you got interested in uh, being a relationship coach and uh, how you see the, the connection between that and, and mental health. Oh, okay. I, I was very much uh, not prepared not to answer that question because we talk about from the first question. No, I'm joking. Like on the first question, now I'm like, okay, uh, okay. So for yeah, I've heard my fair share of 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 relationships and heartbreaks. And I've also had my first year in breaking other people's hearts as well due to a whole lot of things. So like as you grow and, you know, like and start to understand, to understand things better, this is where I, I, I literally realized that, okay, in as much as I've experienced this and in as much as I've done this and I've seen that, I think I have a lot that I can be able to say or I, I, I've like enough experience that I can be able to impart in other people's lives in, in, in relation to the issue of relationships. So that's how I, you know, like decided to say, okay, I can actually be a relationship coach. And then I did my training in, in, in that area. And then the journey began. So it actually started from my personal experiences in terms of relationships either being heartbroken or breaking another person's heart. And then as I, you know, like as I grow to become a more mature man, 
I, I, I realize that I can be able to help young people to either avoid doing the things that I did or to avoid, especially for the girls, to avoid being with the boy or with the guy that I was back then. Which, which one happened more, if you don't mind me asking? Being heartbroken or being the heartbreaker? <laughs> oh, shame, being the heartbreaker, bro. Rolling! Being the heartbreaker. <laughs> I'm a heartbreaker. <laughs> All right. I think, um, yeah, no, listen, that's something that we can relate to here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we once almost thought about calling this podcast the heartbreak kids, you know, but yeah, you know, at this point, you know, no, we didn't. <laughs> the heartbreak brothers. <laughs> brothers in arms. What is this guy trying to shine on our podcast? Yeah, Sean Michaels, what the hell? <laughs> this guy is trying to he's trying to shine on our own podcast Philip it's, it's it's our turn no um so i think i think a lot of people don't go through that realization point or that point of introspection that wait like at some point i'm hurting people this is something i have to stop and mature and grow up out of um was there anything that triggered that or how did you come to that realization yourself uh it, it, it all boils down to me being, okay, I've always been doing these things, but I was in church, you know? So mm. I think I also got to, to grow like spiritually, you know, and getting to understand my, my, my faith even more and yeah, growing in my faith, you know, it, that, that was the, the beginning of that. And yeah, I, I really got into one heartbreak that also kind of put me in a very good, space in terms of growth and, and and maturity as well because that one it really felt to me like it was karma like somehow it I, I i had this deep conviction within me that you know like i think this this is this is it because it really brought me to that point where i, I never thought i could I, I could get that heart broken so in that period whereby i was really also like nursing that heartbreak it also came to i also came to that realization that at the end of the day you know what i'm, I'm feeling this way but probably this is the way that i've made other people feel like like five or six different people feel like mm. at some point mm. so yeah it that also put me in a very different space and it helped me to 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 grow as well so it was that heartbreak and also me just growing spiritually man you know, mm. my, my faith kind of helped me to, to, so, to, to, to be in that space of introspection. My man's got scared when he found out that these girls were praying on your downfall, auntie. Yeah, <laughs> please well, it, smite it really him, strike him way. down, Lord, please. <laughs> it's true. There's no sleep for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we are. Um, you are now uh, a relationship coach. Uh, it's something that you studied. You said you actually went and studied. Do you mind if we, if like, what you studied and where? Okay, so after I finished like my degree in social work, like in twenty fifteen, uh, twenty sixteen, I took a break. So it was like during that period, 2016, 2017, when all the shenanigans happened, and also like when all that growth was happening, and mm. then. Yeah, that's when I decided to do a course with uh, this uh, school called the School of Life right there in Jobek, where I enrolled to be a life coach 
that's that's how the like the whole journey began like and then i decided to specialize in in relationship coaching so it was more like an addition to that social work degree and also you know like all that stuff Mm, mm. So the the skeptic listeners amongst us will be like, wait a minute, this man was out here breaking hearts. He got defeated in one game. He was like, no, never again. And then he went, <laughs> he went back to study the, int- the the super intricate details to ensure that he had all the cheat codes. <laughs> but, but, but Phil, can 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 you imagine a heartbreak so strong that it makes it you become you an academic? School. <laughs> Takes yeah. you back to school. I've been there. Yeah, I yeah. did well. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Tessie, Tessie, mm-hmm. Tessie, Tessie. Mm-hmm. Ah. But, 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 <laughs> but you know what happens is that you know it's. It, I think everybody has gone through that point whereby, like you, 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 somebody really breaks your heart. It like I was actually laughing today. <laughs> like there was this quote that I saw on tweet. Like there was a tweet that that somebody posted that Anzi. Anzi, if I see all these girls posting about verses and motivational quotes, I know that one of my brothers is studying again. So <laughs> there's something about heartbreaks that 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 puts you in a certain frame of mind of saying, you know, <laughs> like you you start to, to to try to want to figure out like why this has happened to you. And I think for me that 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 was the game changer because now instead of just wallowing in pain. And trying to say, oh, why did this happen to me? You know, like I was to, I, 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 I get to that point whereby, okay, it has happened to me. I'm hurting, but also I've put out a lot of bed out there. Let me try to make good out of this story, you know? So, yeah, it's, I think everybody will get into that space when you are really heartbroken. You start to find all the quotes and all the scriptures and <laughs> Or they, you know, like all the good things that you can do out of that. So, yeah. Okay. So um, let's talk about some of these practical steps that one takes to, um, I guess, be a a better partner. Um, Relationships are something that a lot of people have to deal with. What are some of the practical steps that you had to take uh, or as you were learning the steps that you would find that many people do need to take in order to basically be better partners? In terms of, of of being a better partner, you know, there's, there's you know, relationships. They're very complex because, like, a lot of things they 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 go back to the way that you you were raised, man, or the environment that you grew up in, and those are the things that you have to be really aware of before you, you know, like delve into other intricate details of, of how you you can become a better person or how you can become a better partner because you really need to be aware of how the way that you were brought up or how the way that you grew up has influenced you to become the person that you are today or has influenced you to have the ideas that you have about relationships you know so it, it it's that kind of awareness first there's certain things that you need to be aware of in terms of your ideologies about relationships, in terms of how you, you know, like how you view the whole game before you even go to say, oh, okay. So I, I would say the first practical step is to, is that self-awareness of how the way that you were raised or the environment that you grew up in is influencing you in terms of how you view relationships or you know, the ideas that you have about relationships. If you become so, if you become aware of that, 
then that's a very good starting point on how you can be able to change certain ideas or how you can be able to change certain things that are influencing you to become this kind of way or this kind of a person, not to be this kind of a person. So yeah, the first thing is to just be self-aware of how, you know, like how the way that you were brought up, how is it influencing you and how, how much impact does it have in the way that you view the issue of relationships. I think for me, that, 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 that was it. Because, you know, like I would get into relationships and I have all these ideas of the way that I grew up and I want this person to become, to be like my sister or to be like my mom or to think like my mom or to think like my Because these are the people that I grew up with. And then I have all this Christian background and I want this person to think like this and to act like this. And I bring all those things into, into these relationships, you know, like expecting this person to think, to understand and to feel things in the manner that maybe with all these influences that I have. And it, it kind of clashed because at the end of the day, I want them to feel or to understand things or to do things in the manner that I want them to be done but I'm not opening up myself to also do things and feel things and understand things in the way that they also want things to be done or want things to be understood. So it's, it's that kind of awareness of really like how does my background and how does my beliefs, how does all these things that shape me to be the person that I am are influencing me in the manner that I, you know, like go about with this relationship. That's number one. Number two, it's communication, bro. Like you, you need when you decide to be in a relationship. If you decide to become in a relationship, you need to work on your communication skills. And communication skills—it's not just about calling and texting. It goes beyond that. It's the attitude that you say things, the mood, you know, like the environment, also like the. All those things. So you need to work on your communication skills because at the end of the day, it's communication that determines whether the relationship or it's how you communicate which determines whether any form of relationship that you find yourself into is it going to work or it's not going to work. So one need to work, like you really need to invest so much time and energy in honing your communication skills because at the end of the day, that's the foundation. And that's that's the determining factor. If you suck at communication, then it's it's very difficult to 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 to, to be with, with a human being. It becomes very difficult to be with a human being if you suck at communication. And the third thing is knowledge, bro. Like you also need to invest your you time in, in in getting as much knowledge as possible about relationships, bro. Because not okay, I, I'll cut something like even the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge, not for lack of anything else, bro. Like hmm. lack of knowledge. So if you don't have healthy information about relationships, definitely you'll suck at it. You know, hmm. so you need a person needs to invest much time in, you know, like building up their relationship knowledge on how you can be a better person. And that this goes to buy books, read books, attend seminars if they are there. Yeah, like there's, there's a whole lot of content, like healthy content, not just content that is being posted on social media by 
like, but there's some healthy content on how you can be able to beef up your knowledge when it comes to the issue of relationships. Because I also feel that the other reason why relationships don't work is because people, they don't know, they don't know what they do. They don't have knowledge. People, they're just getting into this relationship without any knowledge of what a relationship is or how a person is supposed to behave as as, as a man or as a woman or as a partner in a relationship. They don't know. They're <clears> just doing it because that's what everybody else is doing or you just feel the hearts for this person and then you decide oh i want to be in a relationship with that person but if we are to ask you what are you doing you know you don't even know how you're supposed to behave in that relationship so it's it's Hmm. it's that kind of knowledge that everybody needs to have you need to invest time in learning what Hmm. relationships is all about and what you're supposed to do what you're not supposed to do and all that stuff Okay, so I think that's those are the three things that we can talk about now. But we, I'll be happy to share more. I think yeah, let's delve deep into that. So you you spoke of how people should approach relationships and the skills they need to have to maintain a relationship. Um, What are some of those skills that you'd advise clients, for example, to invest in, or how would you guide people in how to be better partners in a relationship? Now it, it 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 now. Depends because people they're different. You you might be good at um, okay. I'll give for communication because it seems like that's that's one of the issues that many people have that they they don't know how to communicate. You know, and um, oh, not they don't know. They found they find it difficult to to communicate in the manner that the other person can can understand or the other person can take. So if somebody has to come to me and we have discovered that this is the problem or this is the challenge that they have, uh, they're finding it hard to communicate or they are finding it hard to 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 put across their point like in a manner that the other person understands. Then the first thing that we need to 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 to, to, to to also see is that if you're saying that you have a challenge in communication, what are the things that are making it difficult for you to, 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 to communicate? Once we have figured it out, we can always come up with very practical ways on how we can help each other so that you can communicate. If the issue, like I'll give an example of one person who had this issue of saying they can't, they can't have a like a face-to-face, like it was a boyfriend and girlfriend. Like they like she finds it very hard to have a face-to-face conversation with the boyfriend when it comes to addressing conflicts. Like they're having an issue in a relationship, but she can't, she she doesn't have the the, the strength or she she finds it hard to have that face-to-face conversation with the guy. She prefers to text. So this guy would complain, oh. Bro, I was with you like two two minutes ago, or we were together. We spent the whole day, and as soon as I get home, you start texting and start addressing issues over text. You get the point. And then they were having fights because of that. This guy was saying, "I don't like texts. If we are having issues, we need to have a face to face conversation and address issues like face to face." And this girl was saying, oh, "But I find it hard to." To, to text. I, I find it hard to have con- like face-to-face conversations. I prefer texting. So when they came, what I suggested to them was to find a common ground on, now that you know that your person is not like he, 
it's not like she doesn't want to, to to communicate with you in a manner that you want, but she she has whatever problems that she has that that makes it so hard for her to have like a a face to face conversation. We can find a common ground whereby you guys instead of texting. A few moments later. What do you think are the the big challenges in dating, in modern dating? I mean, how long is a piece it's of the string? Doctor Nyerai, that's those are the biggest challenges. Yeah, you know, these modern women, they want these things like communication, affection, <laughs> allowance, Ugh. Consider, Ugh. consideration, Ugh. emotional availability. Ugh. It's really it's just nothing but demands after demands, uh, you know? You know, it's always about me, 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 me. Never we, we, you know? Meanwhile, men only want one thing. So you see, it's an it's an un an unbalanced, uneven, it's unbalanced <laughs> buffet. <laughs> not even not even a buffet. It's it's it's, it's a light snack accoutrement. Just a, a, a just rabbit food. It's just a doubling of of lettuce and one or two cherry tomatoes. It's disgusting. <laughs> All right, we've got Roland back. Hello, sir. Doctor Nyara just asked us, "What do you think is the is the biggest problem in relationships?" And I think, I think Roland, I think we would love to to make use of your your status as a relationship coach, and uh, we want to throw some scenarios at you, if you don't mind, some relationship scenarios. We want to mm. hear your um your your uh, advice that you would give for a couple in such a situation. So. Um, I, I want to start with a fictional couple, if if you are ready for that, Roland. Yeah. L- let's say fictional couple, um, Philip and Maxi Dlamini, right? So we've got Fir and Maxi. Hmm. Now, hmm. Maxi uh, and Fir, they met straight after school. And they, you know, they fell in love with each other. Mm. They, they really, they, they pursued a relationship and it, it was great. But the problem with fear is he had a much smaller mindset. They love each other. And Maxi, she is very ambitious. She does really well in the corporate world. And now she's a titan of industry. But fear, I mean, you know, he's, mm. he's, he's content just, you know, doing a few little things here and there. And he's, he's trying to. He's just trying to do his own little thing because I asked the pressure too much, I asked the stress. So Maxie is very concerned mm-hmm. and she feels like the two of them have different goals, but they love each other very much. What advice mm-hmm. would you give this, this couple? Wow, that's, that's, that's an interesting uh, take. But um, I think if there's one thing that I would love to put out there is that um, at the end of the day, um, love is not enough to <laughs> to sustain a relationship. Uh, there's something that is called compatibility. So now, now, now. 
now now we want to 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 see if because now it seems like there's more of a compatibility issue in as much as they love each other but like to me i'll see that like okay they love each other but at the end of the day they might not be compatible and at the end of the day i believe that compatibility sustains a relationship if we are to put it in a scale, compatibility sustains a relationship in comparison to just being in love with, with each other at the end of the day. So if Maxi finds the small-mindedness or the contentness of Ophiri, like being, 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 being him and, 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 and that frustrates her, and that it's maybe a point of resentment as well. And they've tried to, 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 to talk about it because at the end of the day, it's not re- it's a matter of also having a, a conversation about it and say, okay, this is where I am and this is where you are and this is what I want to do and this is... And when you have that kind of conversation and still you find that you are not agreeing in the manner that you're supposed to go forward in terms of how this one is ambitious and this one seems to keep on being small-minded and being content with the small things, then, brah, it's... As much as you love each other, I, I think... At the end of the day, you 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 are you find somebody who will have the same mindset as 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 the mindset that you have. You find somebody with the same mindset. So you might be in love with each other, but at the end of the day, you're you're not compatible. And I I I I, I would say if they have a conversation, if they have a dialogue, and it seems like they still one is still adamant on being content and being small, small minded as the other one is still pushing, then yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong in, in going different paths and find somebody who has the same mindset because at the end of the day, you always keep on frustrating each other and resenting each other based on, on that. And it's not healthy at the end of the day. One of you will not be happy in that relationship. And one of you will feel like, they are being either disrespected or they are being dragged uh, down or, you know, and you're always out there missing each other's egos. And I don't think it's, it will be a healthy relationship. So yes, you might be in love, but you're, you're, you're not compatible. And I believe compatibility is more important than just being in love with each other. Mm. Mm. So how does somebody? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll pass that information on. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, but that, but let's talk about it and and hear what you guys think. Yeah, because I no no no. It's <laughs> it's it, it, it's 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 hard to to accept that you know because when love is involved or what people think of as love, uh, it's very difficult to 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 deal with the idea that ah uh, sorry you guys are just not compatible. Yeah, but I think that's also part of growing and dating is in the beginning when I was young, I used to think, yeah, love will, love will persevere, love will conquer all. Then you start realizing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love ain't enough, bro. Love just ain't yeah, enough, bro. Yeah, but I think we sold the love story, right? We sold that story. Mm, the Disneyland love tale. Love conquers all. Psst. No, love. 
Love doesn't conquer all. It's a lie. It's a myth. That's a myth. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're not conquers uh, that, all. That's the truth of life. Love doesn't conquer anything. <laughs> love doesn't conquer all. And 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 it, it's so sad that there's still people who believe that you know love love conquers all. And 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 they persevere and they end up in these toxic relationships. Like, you know, and they keep on persevering, enduring, and they're frustrated and they are always walking around with resentment and all that because they think eventually their love will conquer. But yeah, it's, it's a sad story. Mm. Okay. okay. Uh, the flip side now. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So now there's a, there's a, um, a young lady by the name of Phyllis, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's, she's, let's, let's say she's dating. Um, let's not, she's not even dating. You know what's happening? Phyllis is actually not even interested in the concept of love. She wants a relationship. But she wants a man who can mm-hmm. take care of her physical needs and her material needs. Yeah. Mm. You can't have both. She it's doesn't impossible. care if he's available <laughs> and married. She doesn't care whether he's, you know, none of these things. These things don't matter to her. Mm-hmm. Um, what she wants is a man to look after her. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's out to look for uh, a man who at the same time is also not looking for love. Mm. Mm. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's probably just interested in, you know, the physical elements of the relationship. Companionship. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I wasn't talking about companionship, but let's just say that, right? Mm. Would you classify that as a toxic relationship? And my love, I na basaga. Van varikum pato buga. Yeah, Roland, yeah, you're working it. No, no, but now this is this is interesting because now we'll have to define what classifies a toxic relationship because if you find somebody who shares the same sentiments and who's looking for the same thing that you're looking for, then there's no, I, I believe there's no toxicity there. Like, because this, this person is very like honest about what they are looking for. They don't want to be, you know, like they don't care about love. They just want a man who wants to take care of their needs and, mm-hmm. you know, like their material and their sexual needs, and they don't want anything else. And if they find a man who is willing to do that, then it's, 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 it's okay. It is, I, I don't see any toxicity there. Like, you know, they are just two people who are jollying and, <laughs> you know, busy spoiling each other and, Fulfilling each other's needs. I don't see any toxicity there. Mm-hmm. You know, like okay, at, at, where there is toxicity is when one of them is lying that they don't want this, whilst they they want that. 
And then they start to have certain expectations that the other person cannot meet. And then they end up demanding or being manipulative or being, you know, like abusive so that they can get whatever that they they want, that they not put in the first place. Yes, now that's toxicity. But if there are two people who just agreed on whatever terms and conditions of what this thing that they're having, then it's, it's a fair game, bro. It's a fair game. Mm-hmm. Let them show each other. Let them enjoy each other's money and enjoy each other's bodies. It's yeah. okay, consenting bro. adults, <laughs> Dan. Consenting free. adults. Yes, these are consenting <laughs> adults. <laughs> okay, you know what? I've, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a, a scenario. Uh, a scenario. Another scenario here. So there's mm. this guy, Anonzi Denford. My Denford is very emotionally repressed. You know, he struggles to express his feelings. And, you know, whenever he, mm-hmm. he tries to express his feelings, you know, he, he either, you know, gets very angry or he runs around the corner and starts crying. But then his woman is struggling to get any information out of him. Like, yo, what's going on? What's bothering you? This and the third. But all Denford will do is just vent, you know, but not to mm-hmm. her. In, in his own ways and she's fe- feeling like there's an emotional disconnect. What would you advise for a woman who's with an emotional child or an emotionally depressed man called Denford? Hey, <laughs> Philip. Whoa, now that, that's, that's, that one, it's a very, it's a very complex uh, scenario because now we, we, we don't know what has caused Denford to be emotionally repressed because there's a lot of things that 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 might be like a play that could have contributed to to him being that emotionally repressed. It's it's a very tricky one, but the best suggestion to to that woman is to, ooh, shame like being with an emotional, <laughs> unavailable, emotional child, emotionally repressed person. It's a very and mm. it's a very complex scenario because now you. The, the best advice is to advise that person to go for therapy, right? Mm. So that they can be able to talk to somebody who can, you know, like understand them and help them to overcome whatever issues that has put them in that space to be emotionally repressed. But now if if you cannot even have such kind of a dialogue with that kind of a person and they are not open to have that those kind of conversations. It's a very tricky, tricky situation because at the end of the day, you really feel like, okay, love, or if we are to say like the, the ultimate uh, definition of love or being in love or a healthy relationship constitutes of emotional intimacy, intellectual intimacy, and obviously sexual intimacy, right? And the two important aspects is the intellectual and the emotional and the sexual intimacy is the cherry on the top. So if we are to remove that emotional intimacy and we are left with the intellectual and the physical, but at the end of the day, these two in the long run they might also fail to 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 sustain the relationship because even like being in a relationship with somebody, you need to have that emotional connection. So if you are with an emotionally repressed person, 
the best advice is to get them into therapy. But if they are not open to that kind of suggestion or to that kind of help, it's 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 difficult, bro. Like it's difficult. Mm. I, I'm 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 afraid to to. To, to, to say this, but at the end of the day, because already uh, there's, there's the, the, the other issue that I've said, you know, like you, you need to, 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 to walk away. So I, I don't want to seem like somebody who advocates to just people to just walk away. But mm. at the end of the day, if it's, it's difficult, bro. Yeah, I'm, it's difficult because yeah. it, 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 it opens up a whole lot of, of things in that relationship. Because now, you know what the challenge that usually happens is mm. if you are with an emotionally repressed person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the moment that you that you find somebody of the opposite sex who seem to be emotionally available, mm. drama starts. Mm. That's where the drama starts because now you are with this person that you cannot connect with emotionally and they're always closed up and they have all like others. And eventually you meet somebody who seems to be very much open to the idea of being emotionally vulnerable with another human being. Mm. That's where the drama starts. And you don't want to be in that space. So it opens up to something that is called emotional cheating whereby you're now finding yourself confiding with another person and being vulnerable with another person emotionally instead of your partner. And that can grow into physical, you know. Mm -hmm. So if, if the person you're dealing with is not open to the idea of getting into therapy and they are not even admitting that they have a problem, it's a very big problem. And bro, some of these things, bro, like we, we, we get ourselves into these relationships, but at the end of the day, we must also have, we need to have that strength of, you know, if you have tried all other means to knock sense into this person and you've tried to have a conversation with them, you've suggested that they need to go for therapy. And if you feel that you can't accept them for who they are and you're not patient enough with them, maybe to, maybe in, like one day they will figure things on their own. And, you know, if you are not patient enough and you, if you can't accept them to be who they are, then yeah, you, you, you just, just, just move, bro. Just move. Because if, if it really affects you that much, then also you need to take care of yourself and, and, and move. Because the, the the first important step is to try to help them. That's that's the thing. Have a conversation with them. Make them see, oh, this is the issue, or this is how their emotional unavailability is making you feel with regard with the relationship. Then if you communicate all that, and if they seem not to understand, and still they're not open to the idea of getting help on their own, not even in relation with the relationship, but on their own so that they can, you know, figure out things on their own. And if they're still not open to that, move, bro. You, mm. you move. You move. Mm. Oh, brother, so, spitting. Spitting. Mm. So the, 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 <laughs> yeah, you move, bro. You, you move, bro, because at the end of the day, you end up in this relationship where you are just frustrated and resent, you know, like you're resenting the other person. And 
that emotional you know connection connection is very very important in a relationship bro and if it's not there then it opens up a whole lot of things and you don't want also to find yourself in a space whereby you are now emotionally cheating your partner or you're even now cheating your partner because you're looking for that in in, mm. in, in other people so the, the the good thing is just to to move help them but if they're not open to that then move mm. Mm. so i think i think mm. the, the message is clear leave denford yeah it's true <laughs> no, no, it's not to leave Denford. Help Denford first. Like, like communicate how their emotional and availability is making you feel and making you assess the relationship first. And also suggest to them that, you know, like they, you think that they have a problem and they should see a therapist. And if they're not open to that, you have tried. And also if you cannot be patient with them because eventually some people they grow and they get to that point whereby they actually like maybe realize that they have a problem and they seek help on their own so if you're not patient enough to 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 wait for that day if you can't accept them now for who they are then yeah leave then for bro like mm. leave <laughs> that is true okay wait I let's mean, not there's, there's a guys, let's not just there. be rushing with <laughs> There's, there's a powerful saying uh, that I learned a while ago that it's always buy the house for its current value, not its potential value. Exactly. Ooh. Exactly. That's, that's, that's true. That's true. And it's, it's guys, a mistake that a lot of people guys, make. If, if Michelle guys, Obama means, had done that, you know. Yes. She wouldn't have been the first. She wouldn't be where Wait, she what was, are you, you know. About? He was a graduate from an Ivy League school. He was what? <laughs> what? The, the the potential was there. You see, you guys, you guys do realize, like, if 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 he if he never pursued no. politics, he'd still be an Ivy League graduate who was a lawyer. He'd yeah. be fine. Yeah, but, <laughs> but no, no, about the excuses. number of of relationships, I would say, uh, what's the percentage? Seventy, eighty percent are based on potential. Hmm. Yeah, because look, I mean, sometimes you need to appreciate that someone has potential. Yeah. But now the But then if people don't want to date, if you say hey, he doesn't have a degree or whatever it is that you need for your potential, then one waruti unodada. You you you're, you're too woke. <laughs> no, the, what happens? No, the, the problem no, is you can't have standards and then complain that you're lonely. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I think we have to we have to start wrapping this one up. Um, but very interesting. I think I, I would love if we can get some of our listeners, especially if they found this interesting, to send through. Remember, if you are going through something or you've got some questions, you can you can send through a submission anonymously to brooktumbles.com forward slash help. And uh, if you need Roland's help, we'll put it in front of his eyes. Yeah, and this Roland, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that's for you. My man's gone quiet. Like we, we didn't discuss this. This is not what we agreed. <laughs> but if if some of our listeners want to find you or they want to engage your services as a relationship coach, where can they find you, Roland? Uh, currently, I'm doing online. Eh? So, like, I'll, I'm very much available on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram. They can send me a message. And then we can always do, can we take it on from, from, from there. So, yeah, 
I think you have my handles like uh, on Twitter. It's at Coach Coach Roland. Yeah, yeah, like all my handles. It's Coach Roland on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. So they mm. can they can just message me there, and we can always take it up from there. Cool. All right. So Cochiacho is K O C H I Roland. Yeah, Cochiacho Shona. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, what's the origins of his name? Where is it from? <laughs> 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 thank you very much roland for for sitting with us and and going through some of this material we appreciate you uh oh by the way on, on twitter he's at roland Bere. yeah as usual you can always catch up with dr nyarai um at uh dr nyarai on her handles or sage our health i changed my handle oh, oh what's, what what's the new handle dr nyarai it's now what's sage restorative Mm. Uh, because I think it was because of Phil. Phil kept on uh, saying it was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't. It was because of Phil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think it's better. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dr. Thanks, uh, Thank you, Roland. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thanks, Roland. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.